say we touch each other. Mess around and get a thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, my name is Funk. I am not of your world. Hold still, baby. I won't do you no harm. I think I'll be good to you. Flower.
Sitting around wasting time And I'm tired of taking blame When I ain't done nothing wrong I'm tired of other people Trying to take what's mine And I'm tired of y'all playing dress up And trying to sing them old country song Clown. Little boy, she's from the 
the shit. No, no, we're, we're here to rap about the shit that we just laid down for you. Laying down shit. Which was good. Uh, that was the superlative Big Star record, which I don't know if you want to say anything about that. You didn't cry like you said you were. Because I didn't play the cry song, but a lot of the songs, especially if you know the story behind them, will make you cry in a good way. Yeah. Well, and also if the record hits you at the right time. Before that mongoloid. You ever cried like <laughs> uh, when you listen listen to a song that like has no lyrics? Oh yeah. Well, that's what happens to people when they listen to Mozart. I think sometimes people cry and listen to Mozart. Really? Oh, it's gonna. I can't believe I bought this crappy. I'm like, look at, come on, man, I man it up. It's gonna be Stravinsky. <laughs> yeah, but mongoloid before that Devo. Uh, yeah, that was Devo. All right, I'm sorry. Let me get back into the. All right. Uh, yeah, Devo. Uh, I brought that one in from the Are We Not Men? Ooh. Yeah. Mongoloid, go. I uh, played that one. Yeah, that was a... And I played The Police, hit. Can't Stand Losing You, Outlandos to More. Mm-hmm. And then and it was that... the first song on the first record. Oh, no, yeah. the second song. Scott, you're gonna, if you're going to say something, you're going to have to get up to the mic and... Uh, it might also... You're going to have to blow, blow jump the mic. <laughs> um. Oh, man. I didn't think <laughs> this I just, would you be... Know, I listen to those shows. It's like, really... I. I it's like you're, the shit you're saying is boring enough, and I have to struggle to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Not you. And before I'm that, <laughs> one. Washington, right D.C. Washington, D.C. punk bad brains. Big takeover. Uh, big takeover, yeah. yeah. Just like bringing the heat. Yeah, bringing the noise. And that's it. Yeah. Yes, well, that's what D.C. did with punk. And then you before that with I Love You. By Social Unrest, local social San Francisco un- band. I love that you're bringing all this local shit. That's you got yeah. to represent. You well, know, right. I wasn't born here, but I was born in the state, and I've lived here most of my life in, in San Francisco. There you go. And then you gave us, of course, the superlative Velvet Underground. Uh, yes, that was uh, Femme Fatale I did off that, I believe I did, didn't I? Did? Yeah. Just yeah, a yes. little Yeah. Yes. And then uh, Sturgill Simpson, oh, probably the newest song from, this, I think it was 2013. Uh, doing a little kind of 60s Jerry Reed funk country thing that was some days. That whole record... Is great and it's very pissed off about and the music really industry. Young, isn't he like in his twenties? Yeah, and he's very pissed off about the music wow, industry right. on that record label. On that record, um, then before that, Songadelic going ten minutes into the fog, man, that was yeah. freaking awesome. That was before the Parliament ship landed. In case you didn't connection, bringing the funk to heaven in '77. Oh, and then before that, one of my favorites. It's not often talking about Betty Davis. Uh, I don't remember what the song was. Something uh, about being lucky. Uh, if you can't get picked up, something. Yeah. First, uh, first track off that first debut record. Which, um, she was the wife of Miles Davis, but fucking, I think she's better than Miles Davis. <laughs> then the go goes this town. This town. Yeah, one of the great... Los Angeles, but it, it's true here and it's true in most towns. Oak Town, this town. All towns. There aren't many debut records with no filler, but that I think is one of them. For sure. Uh, the Cars, Good Times Roll. Uh, no, it was... Um, Wasn't it? Bye no, My Love. Bye Bye Love. Bye Love, yeah. Oh, sorry. Bye Bye Love. Bye. Bye. And then I played what many people consider... The first punk song you really got me by the Kinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's see here. Oh, I should have been prepared. 
But you wanted me to play this. I got a, I got something ready to go here if you're uh, interested. It says, but you wanted me to play this okay. debut record that I'll just slide in here. Right. Uh, this is from probably 1986 off the Diamond Life album. It's the English singer Sade with Cherry Pie. Nice.
I just got a job, learned to be a street sweeper. I dance to the beat, shuffle my feet, wear a shirt and tie, and run with the creeps. Cause it's all about money, ain't a damn thing funny. You got to have a con in this land of milk and honey. They pushed that girl in front of the train, took her to the doctor, sold her arm on the game. Stabbed that man right in his heart. Gave him a transplant for a brand new start. I can't walk through the park, cause it's crazy after dark. Keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run. I feel like an outlaw, broke my last glass jaw. Hear them say, you want some more living on a seesaw? Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Say what? It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. A child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too, because only God knows what you'll go through. You'll grow in the ghetto, living second rate, and your eyes will sing a song of the hate. The places you play and where you stay looks like one great big alleyway. You'll admire all the number book takers, thugs, pimps, and pushers, and the big money makers. Jobbing big cars, spending 20s and 10s, and you want to grow up to be just like them. <laughs> Smugglers, scramblers. Burglars, gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers. You say, I'm cool, I'm no fool, but then you wind up dropping out of high school. Now you're unemployed, all non-void, walking around like your pretty boy Floyd. Turn stick up, kid, but look what you done did. Got sent up for an eight-year bid. Now your manhood is took and you're a make tag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fag being used and abused to serve like hell. To one day, you were found hung dead in the cell. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth But now your eyes sing the sad, sad song Of how you live so fast and die so young So don't push me Cause I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder in control if you're a mega star will you buy you a car i'd rather go get footing footprints i will be putting all over the earth we can get there first now that we are in it footprints will be your print so if you recognize them you can try to size them they'll probably be the ones with the size i'm flying all over the hill you don't have to yield if you want protection you can hop behind the shield
on the gallons if you really need to rock. Look, we walk while we talk as we stomp up through the rock. Hand in hand, cross the land as Muhammad crossed the fade. It's a tribe who meanders, precious like a jade. It's an art, the arch, minds around the place to pawn. The mind will unwind, it will soft, will be on. Catch the track, track by track, hit a map to track a trail. You will find yourself behind, for our map does not prevail. See the levels pushing as the rhythms keep the screeching. A quest, yes, a quest inside the jam, I will keep teaching. The point, oh yes, the point, because it's closer, yes, so far. The loudness is mean as we scoot across the star. We are bulging, I'm indulging in a rat a tat tat explanation for the liners at the rhythm. It's back, deep and wide, wide and deep. We can dig it in the tree, but dig it in the grammar, cause the footprint down. Traveling is bringing joy inside the domes as we hit the road to Rome. A chair is not a chair, a house is not a home. Because my skin is. Sing a song like sixpence, sing it like a singer. A newbie and a newbie and a brown one that remember me. The brother who said black is black. You can come while we quest. I don't play, I don't just get emotions off your chest. We are black, even best. Making moves, making motion. Flowing like an ocean. The walking will continue. We know that we will bring you. The times that you have waited. Boy, anticipated. Be gone, but not for long. Cause the feet will stay strong.
are about out of time at the end. Going out strong, crime hotwire my heart. Brought to us by my guest Uri G, and also we had Scott and Sean. That was very strong. With me on the microphones, and uh, this was so much fucking fun. It was. It and was thanks for coming up with the idea, Sean. Um, you know, I'll do what together. I can, what I can. Four hours of the, and we could have gone another four hours with like all these yeah, great like debut pimp, records. Pimp sorry. Get a little longer. Uh, so, Before Crime, R.E.M., Radio Free Europe. Yes, uh, that was from uh, our their first r- full album, I believe. Uh, there was uh, the, the, yes, there was an EP. You know, I'm sorry, but I, I just I, that was uh, that was the big the big hit. So yeah. I like that. Then a tribe called Quest, Footprints. Yeah, yeah Footprints. Heard that buying that record and everyone was like, "What the hell are you buying that for?" I'm like, "I don't know. It was a dollar. Let me check it out." And uh, I then so it began like a lifelong love of tribe called Quest. And then some apologies for the shortened and. Censored version of the message by Grandmaster <laughs> Flash, but we got it. The message is that the record's censored. Yeah. <laughs> Which, they know what they're fucking saying anyway. I never understood that. Uh, before that, whew, I think that must have been at least early 60s, the four freshmen. What song did you oh, give us yeah, on that, that one? Oh, uh, yeah, that was side one, cut one, man. Um, man that was I don't know. Uh, that was from, deep from, their, from the Voices in Modern. That's it. Voices in Modern. That's just even the, the – That's what does that mean? I could feel Voices the modernism. Modern. Um, it was uh, – I don't know. They didn't have – they don't have it in uh, order. I'd have to take well, the record out that, to see. Don't worry about it. That shit came with the stereo when you bought it. I find that no. was like a test. But you got to <laughs> see yeah. these guys. They, they, they're a sharp hey, Good we'll, we'll do a whole debut doo-wop thing uh, some other time. Doo-wop? He won't on, be here man. for that. <laughs> uh, at the top, I played Cherry Pie off Diamond Life, which I believe was from 86. Um, now, as I do on my show normally, I suggest artists that people check out that I played on my show. So I think if we go around the table... And an artist you played that you think people need to look into, Sean? Um, well, I, and you said not to state the obvious, but, you know, I'm not sure where your, uh, your fan base is coming from, but... I played something off uh, Frank Zappa's first record, and I think that's one of these thing uh, artists that you can hear that's like, oh, you know, that he's like gimmicky or what, or it's difficult to listen to, and it is, and it is, but it's, uh, I think it's worth the effort to uh, tap into Frank. So that's that's what I could recommend. And you, Scott, my, my recommendation is a record I got from the library that I don't know a lot about, and I just saw and had to buy because it, it was called it was not buy but borrow punk dada pokertude is the band and it doesn't say when it's from or it's the the label is uh feeding tube records at 221 pine street number 141 florence massachusetts 01062 so that's some, well, that's some good information. I think we forgot to mention that the song you played was "Any Other Way Would Be Different." Correct. That was yeah, then yeah. Then Uri, Uri G. Yeah. What was what was the zip code on that? <laughs> Uri G. Christ. <laughs> your recommendation of an artist that you're You know, I, I happened to find myself in uh, North Middle America the last couple of weeks, and I noticed a lot of like pre-teenagers with Dead Kennedys t-shirts on. Yeah. I probably saw three of them purchased yeah. from Hot Topic, no doubt. And I'm just like wondering, are kids out there listening to Dead Kennedys these days? No. And if they're not, then they should. So go they, listen to They go have seek that at, um, at Walmart. They sell yeah, that t-shirt. Right. And well, it's, do it, do no. they know it's in relationship to John F. Kennedy or Robert
welcome to the weekly review with Roman talking very far away from the microphone. Today, it's Friday, March 20th, 2020. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio. We're in San Francisco. We're on Ohlone land, and there's lots of information that folks can do to learn about the land that we are on, and I'll just share a few resources for folks. One would be to go to ramaytush.com, and that's R-A-M-A-Y-T-U-S-H.com. You can learn about the history of the land and folks who are still here. And you can also, I would encourage folks to pay the Shumi land tax, and that's S-H-U-U-M-I land tax, and that's based in the East Bay. Also, if you go to the White Noise Collective, there is a section on their website, uh, lots of readings on decolonization and so yes, lots of ways that we can learn and unlearn <sighs> about, well, learn about the origins of this land and how colonization has continued and very much brought us to this point that we are living in right now. I was debating whether or not to come into the, the station today. I was really hesitant to, and I usually, unless I have something else, I've pretty much tried my best to keep my Fridays clear and open for the past six years so I could come in and do the show. And unless I have like an opportunity that's hard to turn down, or I'll try to record ahead of time and have Pam or someone else uh, play it while they're here. I very rarely skip shows, so it was really weird that, um, in a way, I didn't have anything else planned uh, this Friday. Quite the opposite, I did have guests who were planning to come in, and we've had to postpone it a little bit, and we'll most likely be able to do a radio call in hopefully this weekend and have it up and going for folks soon. So just with everything going on, it's plans have had to shift a little bit, and I was debating because I've been really trying just to stay in, um, and and I was like, oh, is I even do I even need to go in? Do I want to go in? And I'm not. We don't have the capabilities, unfortunately, to. I mean, I could record from home, but I wouldn't be able to broadcast from home at the moment. So I was really hesitant to come in, and I was. You know, talked with some folks and was like, yes, a reminder that media is important. Radio broadcasting is important to, it's an important service to provide folks, especially since there is so much misinformation and lies and folks in positions of power have been covering up information that would save lives. And that's, I could have said that at any point in history, pretty much, and we're really seeing it now. And it's important that for those of us who do have resources to get the word out, and most of the show is me sharing words from other folks and providing resources for people. Because I know, um, I am just realized I'm still wearing my bike helmet. That's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I've been here. I got in early to, to, to sanitize things, spray the doorknobs and the clean the microphone and put wet wipes on surfaces. And uh, I'm still wearing my bike helmet. I was like, oh, I'm maybe I'm just uncomfortable because I, I did have a mask on earlier. And I've got my gloves on, and I'm standing up because I had sanitized the chair. I'm also just very much, I'd rather be overly uh, cautious. I don't know the last time someone was here, but still, a uh, virus can live on surfaces for, depending on the surfaces, you know, anywhere from a few hours to a few days, and just wanting to be, wanting to be as careful as I can be. And also the, the idea that if you, you know, the idea is to behave as if you have it already, to make sure you don't spread it onto others. So being aware of that. So I'm, I am wearing my bike helmet. That obviously will not protect me from much unless I fall off my bike, which I'm clearly not on at the moment. I just think that's funny. I am still wearing my bike helmet. Okay. 
oh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Um, sharing resources for folks. Yes, when I find myself to be depressed or anxious, which is, I think, a lot of the time, and also recognizing many of us, I feel like if you are alert and aware in the world, if you're a human being, if you're perceptive, if you witness things, if you have witnessed things, if you've experienced trauma, if you've witnessed trauma, if you have engaged at all in being a human being on this planet, uh, uh, those feelings are natural to come up and at times feel really overwhelming. And of course, these feelings are natural. It's a natural reaction to what is going on and to what has happened before us and the world that we've inherited and what we're living in and taking part in. And it feels insurmountable in a way to change it and even to live through it and to be our best. And you know, I, I feel like the ideal versions of ourselves at our very best, we're kind and we're generous and we do more for others than we do for ourselves and we provide and we tell the truth and we don't want to hurt people, yet that's, I think under capitalism, it's fucking impossible to survive under those, under these conditions that in a way reward folks who are dishonest, it rewards violence, it rewards selfishness, um, short term, it's all short term of course, but there are not a lot of pieces in place in order to encourage behavior that celebrates and honors collaboration and collaboration and taking care of each other is of course what will save us. <sighs> so in times like this, when the anxiety and the depression are really high, uh, if one is able, and again, it's not about productivity, it's not about what you know what people should do, because of course we all have different abilities and different capabilities, and that also changes from moment to moment. There are some days when I feel like, oh, I can do this, this, and this, and other days I just cannot, and that's totally okay. And so I also want to do the show as a way of providing options for folks. So if people are are at home and have access to being online and want to do something, there are so many different ways that folks can show up for one another, whether it's signing a petition, it's encouraging jails to begin to release people, encouraging ICE to just shut the fuck up and not exist anymore. There's probably a different way of saying that, but that's kind of where my energy's at at the moment. Or cops to stop arresting people and harassing homeless folks. Also, my energy, that's where my rage is at. My rage is there and things that were already in place and happening. <sighs> Donating supplies, donating food, checking up on folks who might not have as much access as you do. These are all things that folks can do. If you have kids, ways to share what's actually happening with kids, to um, not necessarily keep folks entertained, but to also just to communicate and do what's best to care for each other. And there's so many options out there, and there are so many resources out there, and there always have been, and I think perhaps now that so many of us are in, the, are in a similar, not that we're in the same situation, but we're all facing a similar fear or at least a similar threat, certainly, because virus can affect anybody. And yes, folks with more uh, status and wealth will have more access to testing, which is fucked up. <sighs> wow, lots of rage. Lots of rage going on. The point is that viruses do not discriminate. So the fact that more and more folks are recognizing what's going on and more people are feeling maybe afraid, it's important to recognize what solutions there are, or at least wait, not necessarily even solutions, but just op op action items, fo things that folks can do. Um, so there's a lot of mutual aid kits out there. There's a lot of also tips on gardening and farming if you have access to land, whether indoor or outdoor, growing your own vegetables and fruits and herbs and spices and all of these things that of course, you know, folks were doing, people were taking care of the land, living off the land before uh, it was colonized. <laughs> so, so much of it, and then we're also seeing that animals are coming back into various places where the humans are not uh, you know, roaming around so much. And some folks have been like, oh, humans, we're the virus. And my whole feeling is it's, it's really a, 
colonialism and capitalism is the virus itself. These are systems that are in place designed to hurt animals, hurt the earth, for us to hurt each other and to not live safely. And again, there are so many jobs out there. When we're talking about jobs. There are jobs out there that involve hurting other people. So if you need to make money in order to survive and have a roof over your head and it pays less to be a teacher than it does to be a cop, something's fucking wrong there. Sending lots of love and solidarity to all the folks out there, the grocery store workers out there, and the clerks, and the folks out there who are working on helping people under some not-so-great conditions, all the healthcare workers. There are folks who are getting infected, and they're doing it. They're putting their lives on the line to help others, and I think that's beautiful, and it's also fucked up that we're in this place. And that people knew about this for months and didn't do anything, and now we're also hearing about certain members of Congress who, like, also – traded stocks, they knew about this, and they're like, oh, this is going to be bad. Let me make some money off this disaster. But that's, again, what they fucking do. Similar to when they have wars. And I think now there's also just this idea that um, I, and I apologize, I um, can't think of the name of the person whom I heard this from, but this idea that uh, fascism is, it's like colonialism turned inwards. I mean, we're also, we've, the Amer United States, let's just put it out there, imperialism has gone to other countries, there's been blockades, there's been uh, coups, there's, you know, overthrowing other governments, there's been in embargoes to, like, and not allowing other countries to get resources, there's been folks going in, killing people, dropping bombs, stealing resources, etc. So that's, and for some of us living in this country, we might not see it firsthand, but we still are, in a way, benefiting from it in a way where it's like, oh, I don't think about where this thing I bought came from or who made it or the circumstances or why this certain thing is at a certain price. So now we're seeing, I think, more of it just, again, turned inwards. We're seeing the effects of this mentality and this behavior turned inwards where, yeah, folks don't have health coverage. Yes, medicine's too expensive. Yes, if folks don't have work, they may lose their housing, which is a human right. So there's all these things. I should probably sit down and take off my bike helmet. But maybe I'll just stand up and, and rant for a little bit. That's kind of just, you know, where we're at, and it's so frustrating because so many folks have been saying this for years and years and years that protections need to be put in place, people, war criminals need to be held accountable for their actions, and instead it's like the opposite. It's folks who are, the you know, poverty has been criminalized, so you've got folks who are incarcerated for, I don't know, maybe stealing food or maybe selling weed, which are things that uh, I honestly have no fucking problem with. People are doing these things to survive. Yet you got war criminals, plenty of folks out there. We can name names, Dick Cheney, Karl Rove, all these folks. Henry Kissinger, he's still alive. Why? Why is he not in The Hague? And if you're listening to this show for the first time, hi, welcome. It's not a comedy show. Uh, this is also kind of why I stopped doing comedy is I would get up there and rant about these things. And this was, you know, four years ago. And uh, I, I understand folks don't necessarily want to listen if they want to go to a show and, and laugh and think about the world. And it's, I'm like, oh, there are people in positions of power who are trying to kill us. That's not really funny. That's awful. Yet it's the truth. So I uh, understand it would be helpful to find some humor in it, but it's sometimes it's difficult to find humor when one is terrified. <sighs> okay. Where was I going with this? Uh, I was going somewhere with it. Where was I going with this? Yeah, that's kind of uh, where we're at. People in positions of power. Oh, yeah. If you're listening for the first time and you think, uh, oh, I'm a lefty and I like Democrats. I don't. I don't like the corporate Democrats are fucking awful. They've gone along with 
so many awful policies. They have cut funding, social services throughout the years. They have signed on to wars. They have increased mass incarceration. They've cut food stamps. They've done a lot of irreparable harm to human beings, and they can go fuck themselves too. So this is just uh, to anyone supporting that line. It's not necessarily how much folks identify. It's really how uh, or how they identify. It's more their behaviors and policies that they support that I find to be problematic. So that's kind of where I'm at. And that's where I've been at. However, hope is on the way. I say that because, I actually, this reminds me, I went to, I've gone, unplug the mic there for a second. I have talked to college students over the years, colleges and universities, not a lot, but from time to time, and mostly was talking about trans issues and gender identity stuff and some in like in sociolo sociology and different, different types of courses throughout the years. And a friend invited me this when I was in New York last year. And a student asked me, like, oh, do you think there's hope? And I know that we're supposed to. Harvey Milk's like, you got to tell people there's hope. You got to tell people there's hope. But at that, at that day, I was feeling kind of down. I was like, no, I don't, you know, I don't think so. I don't think things are going to go well. And I, I know that in spite of that, I, I do have some hope. If I didn't have any hope, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be in the station. I wouldn't be living my life. If I completely had given up, I wouldn't be talking right now. So there is that part of me that does believe that folks coming together can, has always saved us. Not obviously not all of us because people have died throughout the years and but it is a matter of people coming together. So there is that piece of me that is hopeful and also I want to be realistic and cynical and just recognize a realist and recognize it like the pattern of history and we cannot trust the powers that be to protect us. If they decide to enact some legislation to do a rent freeze, yeah, that'd be great. Cancel student debt, that's great. Provide universal health care, that would be wonderful. Freeze mortgages too. Do that. Give us like 2,000, Maxine Waters has suggested giving us 2,000, every adult $2,000 a month. That would be fucking rad. I love all of these ideas. They should be put in place. And whether or not they are, we need to find, find ways to support each other. So uh, in case that doesn't happen, we still have each other's backs to the best of our ability. That's, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay, so well my last thing in the last, not last thing, because the show's going to be on for a while. I've been mostly playing full records on the show because there's great record players here. The San Francisco Public Library has an awesome record collection, and I did manage to go before they shut down the library. Maybe it was like I've, I've also lost track of time. I feel like I haven't been here in ages. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was here last week. Okay. So, yeah, <coughs> um, I went to the library, got a few books. They're mostly nonfiction. I got some movies. There's some documentaries and serious movies. Probably not the best bet to be when one's going to be stuck indoors for a while. But, you know, I, that's the kind of stuff I like. Uh, okay, so, uh, and materials, and records. So I got some records, and so I've been playing full records because it's nice to hear vinyl and to have something tactile and have a record player at home. And it's just nice to, ha nice to have that, to read the liner notes, and some of the records have really great artwork, and it's just nice to have that connection and also just to hear a full album again. Um because I, I grew up in the age of, you know, first cassettes and CDs, and I'm glad that records are coming back, I guess, for as much as we can do. And as nice it is to have a access to digital music and how widely accessible and you can carry it with you and it's, like, minuscule, it's also um, really nice about having a, a something, like a record. Okay, so, however, so the record playing today happens to be The Hurting by Tears for Fears. And again, I'm going on what was available at the library, what I, what I felt like carrying, et cetera, from a few weeks ago. So I thought kind of, you know, overall fits in. And the first song I played, though, was I'm Afraid of Americans by David Bowie, and that's 
because I heard it this morning on The Current, which is the Minneapolis Public Radio. They have a radio station and lots of music stage substations that are great. And they have a 90s show every Friday, which that's my one. I have very few routines. Coming to the radio station is one of my few routines. And, oh, man, I guess I've been, like, indoors a lot because I'm talking a hell of a lot. That's okay. Radio is the medium medium for talking. Great. So, oh, uh, I'm also talking very quickly, I realize. So every Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here, Pacific time, it's like noon to one, I believe, in Minneapolis, they have a 90s show. And I grew up, I was in high school, and then junior high and high school in the 90s, so I have a, an affinity for lots of 90s music. And uh, today they were just taking requests and suggestions for music that either you feel you're feeling right now or that you wish you were feeling. And so that was one of the songs that was played, and uh, we were just like listening to it. And we're like, yep, this is uh, right on. So I know I've played it on the show before, but uh, definitely appropriate for times like this, given the response. I mean, I'm glad that there are there is shelter in place, and also given what we've – folks in China and South Korea have really taken a lead in terms of – First, just you know, doing what they can to protect people and provide services for people. Also, Cuba, of course, has gotten working on vaccines and stuff, and Cuba's got a lot of doctors, and it's all of the lies that we've heard in the United States about socialist countries and, oh, well, they're the ones with health care. They're the ones taking care of their people. How nice would that be? And then they're always like, oh, in socialist country, like, there's like no choice in the grocery store. And then we see all these photos here in the United States of people hoarding and like having there not be enough goods for folks because – are freaking out and hoarding too much. Okay, speaking of lies, just going to call out the like anti-Asian racism that's been going on and the fuckface asshole in the White House. Um, I guess that could apply to a lot of people, so take your pick. Um, just using this as a way just to um, push racism forward is just fucked up, so I wanted to call that out and name that, and that's fucked up, and he can go fuck himself, as all the followers can of him. Also, I do want to acknowledge that... Uh, Oh, yeah, there's an article also in Rolling Stone. I may or may not get to it today, but it's just noting that now with so many folks at home, it unfortunately, it's going to bring about – it's a very well possible could bring about a rise in far right-wing extremism in that there's a lot of content online that some fucking asshole moderators um, on certain platforms, they refuse to take down Nazis because they're fucking cowards. And uh, so that's something that's going to be – unfortunately, another yet another side effect of this is that people may become radicalized online. So part of what I want to say is just to um, encourage folks the opposite, to educate oneself and to share resources and kind of combat the that narrative that's out there, which is looking to harm folks. And people have already, like there's some Asian Americans and Asian folks who have already been attacked here in this country. And that's because of this fucking bullshit nationalism and it's really important to um, call that out and to end it. And it's also just like the rage that people feel and the fear that people fear is very real. And also we can direct it at our uh, public officials and the wealthy folks out there who have put us in this position, the billionaires who have been hoarding their wealth, the politicians who knew that this was going to be a crisis and fucking lied about it and made money off it. Those are folks that we should definitely aim our rage at, I think. They're the ones who are responsible for why this is happening, not your everyday citizen just fucking walking around. Okay, putting that out there. So I will provide uh, ways, whether it's a petition, whether it's uh, writing something, speaking with folks, lots of ways to uh, 
to um, lots of ways to uh, show up. Okay, um, expecting a call in, and this person called, um, and we're gonna test something out to see if this works. So I had my phone off because I usually have the ringer off. So that's just uh, why I'm taking a moment. So we're gonna see if this works here. We're going to, this is uh, E.K. Keith who hosts the show here Saturday nights and so we're trying to see if folks can call in on cell phones and see how that sounds on our system instead of the phone in the uh, studio. So we'll see how this, this works out. All right, so I'm gonna keep on <laughs> talking. Oh my gosh, excuse me, that was, that was unexpected. I apologize for that. So this has been like my own perspective on things and I will be sharing lots of resources. There's a mutual aid, I'll keep talking until we get the call. Um, there has been a lot of resources out there. There's one that's like bit.ly um, forward slash COVID-19 collective care, which is this amazing resource. And it's like, initially it's like two pages but there's so many links on there. Okay, let's see if this works. Um, hello? This is really hard in gloves. Uh, all right. All right. Okay, sorry, gloves on, hard to pick up. Hi. We're getting the play-by-play the -play here. Let's see if we can uh, answer, the <laughs> answer the phone, uh, see how this works out. And uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, another reason I kind of do miss textile, tactile phones. All right, come on. Hello? Hello? Wait, let me try this. Hello? Oh my. Hello? I can hear you. Yay! I just didn't have the switch up. <laughs> Yay! It works, it works. Oh, awesome. Happy Friday! Oh yeah, happy Friday! <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's what what's the good news you got for me, Roman? Uh, no good news yet. I've been ranting for the past half hour. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I will get to some good news though. There's a lot of resources out there for folks. Like there's a big page, uh, live document, um, which is at bit.ly forward slash COVID nineteen collective care. That's a resource for folks looking to help, help out themselves and their communities through personal preparation, collective care, mutual aid and advocacy. So I was gonna share some resources from that in a little bit, but first I just had to talk a lot and get my anger out. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. How are you doing on this yeah, fine day? Um, you know, I'm taking it, taking it slow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, been reading some poetry, which is, you know, a good thing to do. I've been reading library books also. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, the library books that I got from before the library closed. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, so yes. I don't think I'm going to have that problem with, like, not finishing them and then they're due again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm reading some poetry. Um, uh, you know, thinking, thinking about, like, ways to to be healthy and happy and and supporting supporting community in times when we're we're isolated from each other. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely ample yeah. time to think about it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so what else? What what's what's what about you? Um, I came in. I felt you're holding you're holding down at Mutiny Radio right now, huh? Yeah, I feel really good. Thanks for encouraging me to come in. It feels really good to be here. I brought. I mean, there are wet wipes here, and I also brought a bottle of uh, antibacterial spray. I brought some gloves, um, and I've just been like, you know, wiped down the locks, the chairs. Uh, I took off one of the microphone heads, and you know, cleaned that off. Did the board <laughs> as best yeah. I can. And I've just doorknobs, et cetera, the locks. Yeah, so doing my best to um, sanitize it the best we can. I've opened the curtains to get some light in here. And um, awesome. yeah, just uh, it feels good to be here, and I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're there, too. I'm looking forward to coming in tomorrow to do uh, open pages from 8 to 10 p.m. Yeah, feel free to let's um, – you want to tell our listeners a little bit about that? Well – so tomorrow from 8 to 10 p.m. it's open pages, and we're going to have an all-thrown-in show. So my feature tomorrow is really special. It's to Rita McCall, and she just published a book with Nomadic Press. It came out at the very end of February, um, and it's called Synchronicity, Oracle of the Sun. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm also excited that I, I get to help celebrate this book. Um, she's she's going to do a set, and we're going to have an interview with her. I'm going to interview her, and then there are going to be some cool, she's picked out some very cool women poets to also, you know, celebrate Women's Month this month. Um, and then we're going to have a thrown-in open mic, Roman. Cool. <laughs> yep. And so, um, you know, once our, our our book celebration is done with Charita McCall and and some powerful women poets that include so far Avacha and Jenny Lim are going to be phoning in, and a couple more people that um, I'm waiting to hear. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, and then it's going to be a phone-in open mic. So pretty much anybody who's got a phone can phone in. If, if they're listening in, you know, we're going to start just immediately following um, the, the poets um, for Women's Month. And then... Then the phone in open mic. It's it's gonna be cool. I've I've never done a, a phone in show before, so it's it's exciting. I've had phone in poets before, but this will be the first like all phone in show. So it's just gonna be me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Me and the phone at Mutiny Radio. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to I listening also, in. I will also be there early, and I'm going to follow up on your thorough cleaning with another thorough, thorough sanitizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels good to, you know, do what we can here to keep the station as clean as possible. Yep. Yeah, your poetry goes on. Yes, yeah, it's important that uh, folks still find ways to connect and listen to one another. Yep. Yeah, so let's see. Other things going on. Um, I went into my backyard into a little patch of sunshine. Oh, nice. And I want to, I, I recommend that to people. I haven't really been out much. I've been staying home, as we all are, except for essential things. But I, I, I want to recommend people to step outside and get a little sun on your face, a little fresh air. It's important. Yeah. It'd be very helpful. Uh, the first time on my bike in, yeah, I guess a week, and it felt really nice just to be out and about. And, you know doing my best to stay away from folks to the best of my ability. There's more people out than I thought there would be, though, which I thought was interesting. You know, I think it's... It, I think a lot of people are trying to do that balance between, like, you know, going outside and taking a little walk and staying distance from people, you know, and staying home and, you know, like, it's... 